Hey guys, Andrew P here from Seven Figure Fitness Business Podcast. Now, I'm excited to introduce today's episode. We had two amazing guests today, Connor Peterson and Jack Parker of High Performance Mums. Now, this was a really fascinating episode because both these guys are already proven as being successful business owners. They own three successful gyms in the northern beaches of Sydney, but things were going so well in those businesses that they were getting a little bit bored, so they say. So they wanted to actually you know, find another income stream and another way that they could have more impact and reach more people. So they reached out to us about four-ish months ago, and they've been working with us in the program for four months now. Now, their results are staggering. In four months, they have gone from nothing, nothing online at all, and they're now doing roughly 40K a week. So they're at the stage now where they're already massively over exceeding million dollar business per year status. Honestly, it's staggering. And so I really enjoyed the conversation with them. We discussed why they've been successful, sort of what set them apart, how they manage the relationship as equal partners in this, because you know, business partnership can be a tricky thing to navigate. And there's a lot of people that do it really well. And there's a lot of people that do it very poorly. A bad business partnership can be very dangerous. So that conversation is very, very interesting and relevant, I'm sure, to a lot of you out there that will be listening. And as always, it's very fascinating to hear the mindset of successful people. So this episode is mostly going to be for you if you're looking at getting started with your online business or if you've already got one and you want things to be getting better, especially if you're in a position where you're in a partnership or looking to go into something like this with a partnership. I think you'll find this really, really valuable. And just before we get started with the episode, I want to reach out to you and ask you for a favor. As always, whether you're watching this on YouTube or whether you're listening on, say, a podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify, Please do, if you're enjoying the content, remember to like and subscribe to the channel. And if you'd leave us a positive review, we'd really, really appreciate that. That helps us continue to grow this thing and get it out there to more people just like yourself. Well, let's get stuck into the episode. So guys, thanks for tuning in. I am here with Connor and Jack from High Performance Mums. What's going on, guys? Not too much this morning. Just made a few sales, actually. Good morning. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Yeah, so yeah. Jack and Connor are both you're very successful business owners, and they're also part of our online business transformation mastermind with Systems by Design. So I was hoping that you can both sort of share a little bit about your story in business to date, sort of what's happened and what's actually led to you being online as well. And we probably met maybe five years ago at a few different masterminds before you had your own. At that stage, we had gyms. We had three gyms or we had one and built it to three. We still own those. But, you know, I think we started around a similar time when you did, to be honest, going to these events together. And I used to, and we'd be talking about the wins we were having in our businesses and you were online and you crushed it, which was great. And you sort of inspired me. And I chatted to Jack a lot about it and said, with what you and AG were doing, I was like, when we're ready to try something online, I'm like, I know the best two guys to do it. So... <laughs> And that's, I guess, the decision why we, we started online was the freedom that you guys were, were showing and having discussions with you about it is possible and it's been great to do so. So the background is we own some bricks and mortar businesses, really. Yeah, so yeah, you own gyms and, and obviously you guys made the decision to move online. Was there anything specific that really kind of pushed you to making that decision? Now that with all the COVID stuff and everything and two lockdowns later, it was sort of like last lockdown, we were talking about it a bit, but it was also the stress of, like what the gyms would reopen like. So there was a talk about going online and then we had chats about potentially going and 
doing another sort of brick and mortar gym. And then as those discussions furthered, we sort of realized how much sort of goes into that and the sort of manpower it does take to, to sort of get it up and running. And then obviously, like Con said, we, we knew your success. So once we sort of said, okay, let's just give online a crack. And that would have been like, say, Feb, March this year. We decided yeah, to go sort of in on the online side of things just to, to sort of test it out, see if it was something that would work. And obviously now six months later or four or five months since we started the course, it's sort of a no-brainer. Looking back now, it's like an amazing decision we made. So, yeah. yeah, we sort of took the plunge into it and, and thought, why not give it a go? Yeah. Well, you both have that sort of advantage of being previously successful, already successful business owners. So you kind of, there's less sort of new stuff in learning business. It was more just learning online versus learning brick and mortar. But I think it'd be really great just for the context of the discussion. Like what are the results that you have actually achieved online so far today? Well, I guess we went went from, you know, no business at all in May to creating a business, making our first sale in June, June 24th. And now it's sort of on track to to be a million dollar revenue business at the moment closing 20 sales roughly a week. So if you were to look in future sales, you know, that's that's $40,000 in accruals a, yep. a week at this stage, which is really exciting. And with guidance, hopefully to go bigger and, and go further, I guess. I think the big thing as well was how like quickly it came about and sort of evolved. And it sort of ties back into what I was saying before. Like when you open like a brick and mortar gym, it's honestly like a year of just grinding to sort of get it to potentially capacity. It was almost like a plug and play thing once you sort of get a few things dialed in and like a few numbers optimized, you can just go for it. So um, that was really exciting, that sort of week-to-week growth that we saw. Yeah. Like there's two of you and I believe you might be the first business partners we've actually had on one of these sessions. You know, Andrew and I and Iggy, we're all business partners. So I'm a big believer in partnership. But how do you guys kind of navigate that, the decision of joining going online and also how do you kind of divide the roles between yourselves to make sure that you're not kind of stepping on each other's toes? I think it's been a, a bit of a challenge. As we said, we felt like it was a no-brainer to join <laughs> because like I know you personally was like, you guys are crushing it. <laughs> so like, why not learn off you guys? You know what I mean? So that was a very easy decision, very easy discussion for me and Jack. Yeah. But in terms of, of our roles, I mean, I felt like at the start, I was very much sales and marketing and, and Jack's big on fulfillment. And then we sort of, So I've sort of lent into just marketing and he's more just fulfillment. And then we meet together in the sales and we do 50-50 in the sales, which is kind of nice because you want to be a bit competitive with the sales and and make sure you do, try and outdo the other person, you know, (laughs) even though we don't pay commission. (laughs) It's kind of sort of just gone all in on the marketing side of it. Honestly, don't know a whole lot about that, which is lucky. So he he sort of had a bit of a background there coming from the, the gyms itself with Facebook marketing. So that helped. And then, yeah, I really sort of enjoyed obviously the sales side of it, but then also the fulfillment side of it, building out the program and the coaching aspect, making sure that we're delivering like a solid service. So as much as there is that bit of overlap, we try to not, yeah, step on each other's toes too much. Yeah, I, I totally get it. And I was like, it's so important that you, when you're in a business partnership, you can't both necessarily be doing all the same things. Otherwise, you're kind of wasting each other's time. So, you know, there is a real sense of there can be advantages and there can be disadvantages to it the way that I've seen. So as long as you guys are kind of separating the roles and you've got that roles and responsibilities worked out, it tends to work really, really well. Now, Connor, I want to lean into the marketing for a second. Like, I don't know, what was your experience with marketing before you came in, did you have any online experience with marketing before working with us? 
no online experience at all. It would all be Sydney, Northern Beaches focused. So the approach that I, that I had, it was a holistic approach to marketing, you know, obviously very heavily online still, but sponsoring sporting clubs, doing different approaches, getting around local cafes, all these sorts of things, schools, just emailing businesses, different ways to try and generate like 100 leads per location a month. So we could just grow slightly or maintain our memberships. But I learned a hell of a lot, which I've implemented for my gyms as well, <laughs> which has been great. So that's like a really nice add-on. It's been amazing to be able to market to the whole of Australia. Yeah, I just think I learned so much and and just changing and, and tweaking ads and listening and learning off AG, like booking in a few calls with him one-on-one and just screen sharing and be like, yeah. pick them apart. And he's like, this is the process you need to think about when you market and why. And it's just a whole lot of testing. It's probably more hours. You don't need to be super creative. It was just like, I need to spend a, like an hour a day analyzing it, and making changes or, or when they're not working essentially, and just make six or seven changes, work out what works and then go with that one. So it was great. You know, and that was like two or three calls. I learned that off him. And now I feel pretty comfortable and confident that I can keep implementing it. Unless I'm completely rattled, then I'll, I'll link up another call with him or I just want to have a chat. I might book him because I know he's a busy man. Yeah. <laughs> but so you guys... Thing that we spoke about yesterday was the like numbers that you do look at that are important, not just like what the lead cost is. Actually, sort of going to that level of like, all right, what's it actually costing per call? And that's a convo that Connor and I just had like yesterday and the day before. Is that even if the lead cost is slightly high, but you're getting calls for cheaper rates, that's something that we would never really thought about in the past. We just purely would have looked at like the cost of what it is to get someone in into the funnel not what it ends up costing to actually get on the phone with them so yeah it's good to sort of go level or layer and layer and layer deeper definitely yeah yeah so it's, it's getting that kind of critical understanding of the decisions and that kind of thing now like we can be completely honest and i'm sure everyone listening to this knows this not everyone that does a mastermind is successful and certainly not as successful as you guys have been so why do you think you have been as successful as quickly as you have both been in this in this particular endeavor? Well, I think like immediately off the top of my head, we have got runs on the board. Like we, we, it was pretty unrealistic. We, we knew what we were capable of. And if we just implemented, we, we'd get there. We are both pretty strong at implementation. So that's obviously something that you need to do. You can't just keep procrastinating. The program itself, you just need to have that confidence. It's a little bit scary increasing your ad spend and following through. But we just had extreme confidence. Obviously, knowing you both personally really did help. But I think it was just like, you saw other people in the group spending more money, like we'll spend more money, we'll get on the calls and we'll do it too. And, and I do think, and, and then you can talk, Jack, I do think we were very prepared to do it because we do have experience and we do have, we already had VA. So for us personally, we were probably prepared quite quickly to, to grow faster. And for us, it's just about increasing the ad spend now, I'd suggest. Mm. I think like also we said at the very start, AP with like being two of us, I think that helped as well. Obviously, having more manpower there and more sort of brains putting towards certain things, it it did help to sort of give each other that confidence to be like, all right, let's just go for it and sort of go all in and, yeah, increase the spend and sort of overcome issues as they arose. <laughs> yeah, sort of having that capacity of yeah, actually being two of us did help to give each other confidence with certain things to sort of, yeah, back ourselves, which can be a bit daunting if you're sort of on your own and you're sort of dipping your toes in. It's a bit easier sort of throwing yourself in the deep end when there is two of you. <laughs> well, you know what's funny about that? Because not all couples that, that work in masterminds are more successful. And sometimes they're less. I think they can often be, there can be a real sense of imbalance or people that can also make each other, they can feel okay by not working as hard because they both do it. So, you know, you've been successful. This is now your second sort of venture. You've already got the brick and mortar, now online, successful in both. 
how do you both keep each other accountable in a sense to make sure that you keep pushing and keep being successful? <laughs> I have to be in charge of that. If it was up to him, we'd be just doing nothing. We'd be hanging out. Oh. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for a good time. Yeah. No, I think we took what we did at Code, uh, at Code 5 at the gyms and implemented it in the sense of like you have to show your numbers, a daily huddle, yeah. a weekly meeting, a monthly meeting, quarterly meeting. So it's pretty blaring if like I'm not getting leads at a decent cost or bookings at a decent cost. It's pretty blaring if one of our sales percentages are really low, if we're getting a lot of cancels through the program, like Jack's in charge of fulfillment. So the numbers don't really lie in that sense. And we make sure that we have set meetings. So you don't have to have that awkward thing of being like, are you working hard enough? It's just like your numbers aren't good enough. Like who really cares what you do as long as your numbers are crushing it? Like that's what's going to drive the business. I think we also, like we've been business partners for a while now. It's like we we both just enjoy working and working together. So I think that helps like, that work ethic we've had and also just like pretty optimistic people. Yeah. So, yeah, once we sort of like start seeing results, we're just like, all right, let's just go all in, increase the spend and we're at that point now where we want to then go again to that next level. Just about, yeah, being optimistic and backing yourself in is yeah, a big part of it. Yeah, I think like, you know, Andrew and I, because I've obviously been business partners with Andrew now for about four and a half years and Iggy and Andrew combined for about two years. And so... What I've noticed is with business partnership, you have to really be able to communicate openly, honestly, and also be willing to receive feedback from your partners to say, hey, man, you're doing a really shitty job. You know, you need to pull your head in. Uh, Have you guys ever had to have one of those conversations with each other today? Oh, yeah, I think so. Like, I think, you know, you just do the shit sandwich and you'd be super polite. (laughs) A lot of good things that we both do. There's so many good things that occasionally... And I think we have similar traits in that, like, there's situations where we probably might need to talk to a staff member and we both don't enjoy that. We don't, we both know that. So, like, I have to say to Jack, you have to do this by this date because it's getting out of hand. And he might say the same thing to me. But I don't think otherwise there hasn't been any two, any any big issues or anything that we work through. It's more holding each other accountable to to having difficult conversations because it's so much easier just to shy away from those. (laughs) (laughs) I completely agree. I think that's definitely something that particularly Andrew and I have always found more challenging is kind of when you have to have those really critical conversations with staff that are sometimes, you know, maybe needing a bit of a kick up the bum, it can be tough. Now, I guess talking about the sales piece, because you guys are crushing your sales as well. How did you actually go about that process with the the sales training in, in, in the program? Well, I mean, it, it was great. We learned so much and, again, have stolen it and put it through the bricks and mortar businesses, which is great as well. I think at the start we didn't, we probably didn't give it as much attention as we needed and we didn't. We weren't successful and then booked in individual calls. With, I think we've only worked with Bobby, I believe, and then, you, you know, you've given us direct advice when we send you video messages and stuff. And the call, the weekly call. Oh, yeah. We did that a lot at the start, like jumping on the weekly coaching call, a group one that you run AP, so that was like super helpful. Whether it was like submitting our own call recordings and you analyzing those, or even listening to you analyze other people's, like those group coaching calls were like super invaluable in that sense. Like hearing where other people are struggling, and then you giving them advice, and we just straight away implement that, which was which was really good. So, what are you guys actually converting at these days? Like, give us some of your stats on sales. Or what are we hitting sales wise? Yeah, what are your stats? Like, what's your conversion rates? Oh, so it would be every week would be well, initially we weren't tracking bad fits we were just like allowing them in and then the last like month we tracked bad fits which has allowed us to sit about 70 to 77 percent the last four weeks so not crazy 
a month ago when we hit like 25 sales, I think, we started like 80. We just had this one week where we were on fire. Mm. So I don't know. We, we obviously want to get better, but we, we both sit next to each other on the desk and you listen in and it's like this awkward thing if you don't close the sale. You're like, why didn't you say this at the end? <laughs> and you're like, mate, I kind of did say that. <laughs> it's funny though, because 70 to 77%, you know, for sales in the fitness industry, that's really, really good. I just think that, you know, you see some people in the mastermind who'll do even better than that. But those stats are really, really good. Like roughly, what's your percentage? Because we've spoken about this a bit recently, Jack. What's the percentage that you guys get roughly for paid in fulls at the moment? So originally it was quite low. So those weeks where we had like 20 sales, we'd only get like one or two maybe up front. Yep. And then I saw like a video or something you posted or it might have even been like AG and I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, like we're really sort of underperforming here. So then I like quickly reached out to you and like literally since then, I think that day I got like two, which is what we'd maybe get in a week. So now it sort of sits between like 15 and 20%, but we want to try to get that to like 20 to 30% consistently. So it's way better than what it was originally. And it was literally just changing one or two lines of how we present it. Or not actually change it. It was actually just doing what was, was in the script. <laughs> we, went rogue. We, we were going rogue and we should have just been saying what you said. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Crazy. Why would we yeah. be better when you've sold millions of people? <laughs> I find the other uh, sales training piece is always like much easier than people would imagine because there's always these really critical errors that people have to identify first. Like, you know, doing a bad job of identifying the why and then they don't kind of necessarily follow that, you know, objection pre-handling sequence that we have and and sometimes it's just slight changes in the wording that people use away from the script before they actually understand it that can actually be it can make all the difference you know you eliminate certain words or add certain words in or you slightly shuffle them and next thing you know someone's kind of improved their peer for their conversion rates by by 10 so it's a very very interesting skill yeah and i think it's absolutely insane to even comprehend that changing two lines at the end of a script can raise our percentage from 5 to 15%. And that's that's all we've done is just change two lines. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so it's great. Well, you guys have crushed it, obviously. Like, just to wrap this up today, what's next for you both? Like, do you have any goals for the next sort of 3, 6, 12 months you're actually shooting towards with online? Yeah, we do. We're going to be pushing hard. Jack's having a baby in December, which is absolutely amazing. So he's going to take some time off. I'm going to be going to Canada by the looks of things, so we'll we'll calm it down there in in, mm. in the business, and we're going to push really hard for Easter, drive the business really hard for Easter, hopefully double where we're where we're at currently. So look yep. to to push past the sort of 20k week, maybe up to try and hit to to 40, and, and really increase our ad spend and 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 go hard. We have a great we have a great team. We have a lot of, a lot of the members of our, our staff from our gyms who can come on board as well. So. It's we've got the resources ready to go and expand and grow. Mm. Yeah, it's I think yeah, we're talking at that point where we can like scale now. So yeah, we've like we it was only like two days ago we sort of sat down and made a bit of a game plan. Obviously, it's going to be like a busy end to the year, but yeah, come January, sort of really locking in and yeah, some big goals in place for Easter, sort of doubling the sales of where we're at. We just bought on uh, like one of our like amazing coaches from the gym to to come across to us. Like we're at that position now where we can go to that next level and then, yeah, hopefully Easter be bringing on another coach. Yeah. How many staff do you guys actually have in the team at the moment? Because I know you've been doing a lot of the work yourselves. You know, do you have VAs or what, you know, virtual assistants? Are there any other staff you do have on, on the team? Two VAs, Jack and another coach do fulfillment. We've just brought on another coach and me and Jack do sales. So what's that, like five of us really? Yeah, there's four 
Jody, Ham, yeah, and then yeah, two VAs. So four of us here, two two VAs. Yeah. And now there's that goal of effectively over the next period of time starting to build out departments. So effectively, you guys keep leveling yourself up so that you're more into that sort of C-suite, CEO kind of COO role, that sort of thing. Well, we've chatted about this, and we're not 100 percent certain because we've looked at the bit of education that you did on cash flow and where you hit what what point you need your business to get to to hit a certain number. We don't mind doing the sales, to be honest. We sort of enjoy doing at least five calls a day, trying, you know, each trying to close. So I'm sure there is a point where you get, you know, where you want to move up. But I remember actually you answering a question in terms of, you know, do you still enjoy selling and is it fake yet for you? And like I literally had had a call five minutes. I finished the call five minutes before our call, and the lady wants to lose a whole stack of weight and she's very emotional and just feels great. So it's like if you enjoy what you're doing at this point in time. Hmm. We, we, we're not sure. We've had that discussion of how far or where we want to get to, but we'd like to maybe have five coaches coaching across the board with about 70 people each and then a foundation program running in the background as well. So that's the initial goal and we're not sure where that'll take us, I guess. Hmm. That's often a sort of a transition that we see a lot of business owners want to go down because when you look at the different skills involved in running an online business, there's no doubt that marketing and sales are definitely priced in the market as the most valuable skills in terms of paying a high-level person to do that. It's not to say that the other jobs aren't really valuable as well, but if you guys can be staying in sales and staying in marketing, it gives you a lot of control over their, their acquisition side of the business. So you can control the cash and all that sort of stuff. But it also means as well that if you're enjoying that, you're actually saving money in your business. You know, you're not having to pay sort of a you know 150k a year to keep someone on staff in those positions. So it actually really makes a lot of sense. That's sort of what we think, cash flow-wise, how it works in the business. If we enjoy it, it makes sense to do it and, and it should increase, obviously, the profit margin for us. Guys, thanks so much for jumping on. It's been a pleasure. Well done. Congrats. So we've obviously loved Iggy, Andrew, G, and I have all loved having you in the program. Same thing I've said for the last two one of these interviews. You guys get shit done and you ask a lot of questions. When you need help, you come. I'll get a sales question give you the answer, off you go. Next thing you know, you're onto something completely different again. So hats off to you guys both. And thanks again for jumping on. Thanks, AP. Thanks, AP. See you, boys. Bye. Bye. See you, mate.